to all you lovely brides and grooms out there. I'm Nikita. And I'm Amelia. And welcome to Guys to Brides, the wedding podcast. This brand new podcast will help guide you through your wedding plan, discuss trends and so much more. Let's get started. Hello again. Hello. Have to say I'm quite excited about this episode. Me too. It's quite a juicy topic. Definitely. So today we're going to be discussing something that can be a bit of a difficult topic of conversation for some people. Indeed. And this is, of course, choosing who will be in your wedding party. Now, in this episode, we'll run through who we consider to be in the wedding party, how to choose those key roles, such as your bridesmaid, your maid of honour, best man, etc. And how to manage people's expectations and avoid the difficult conversation of upsetting those who can't be in the wedding party because let's face it not everyone can be in the wedding party exactly um it can be a bit of a touchy subject if people are expecting to be involved in your big day um especially if you have a really good group of friends or like me a really big family so first of all who's in the wedding party and what roles are we talking about here So essentially, we're referring to anyone who has a key role in your wedding as being part of the wedding party. So if they have a specific job and potentially an additional cost that you need to consider, they're in your wedding party. Yeah, I think that last point about having an additional cost, whether that's time or money, is really important. So, for example, that cost could be buying the bridesmaids dresses or um, it might be them volunteering their time to help with invitations. The Wedmin support team. Exactly, the Wedmin support team. (laughs) These people have multiple areas of involvement in the planning process. So we've tried to compile a list of roles that you'll want to consider. Now, bear in mind, you don't need to have all of these roles in your wedding. It's completely up to you, but it is worth just considering. I mean, you can completely throw the wedding rule book out the window for a week. Exactly. <laughs> it's your wedding. It's exactly. your wedding. So we'll start with the most important people, the wedding couple. So that's you and your partner. Yeah, the biggest rookie error when planning your wedding. And I think a lot of people are in the same boat when it comes to this. But it's forgetting to count yourselves as part of the wedding party or even in your guest numbers. So always make sure that whether you're talking about the wedding party or your guest list, you put your names at the top of that list to make sure you never forget about yourself. Absolutely. So next, we've got both of your parents and the person who's walking you down the aisle, if that's someone separate. Then, of course, you've got your groomsmen, your bridesmaids, uh, any ushers. Um, maybe children who will have some involvement in your wedding, so flower girls, um, ring bearers, etc. So <laughs> it's quite a long list, actually. If, you, if you're going to think about it, of who in an ideal world you would have in your wedding party, you've probably got quite a long list. Yeah. Um, so we've talked about the many roles, but perhaps the most difficult decision is picking out who of those are going to be your bridesmaids and your groomsmen. Absolutely. I mean it's it's difficult because there's a limited number um you can give people if they can't be a bridesmaid or a groomsman you could give them an usher role exactly um, or something else that yeah they can still feel like that part of your wedding day exactly and I mean you'll want to first of all when you're starting to think about who's going to be in your wedding party and your and your bridesmaids and groomsmen is how many people you want to be your bridesmaids and groomsmen 
and yeah. how many people are in your whole wedding exactly and is that gonna look odd exactly. <laughs> if you, so if you like, have 15 bridesmaids is it gonna look really weird with your 50 guests yeah exactly you don't want like you know a whole third of your your guest list being in your wedding party you know maybe a bit unbalanced um, I mean if that's what you want go for it we're exactly. not if it's your wedding you you decide exactly who you want in your wedding party and who you want to be your bridesmaids and groomsmen exactly like I had about 100 people for the ceremony I had eight bridesmaids <laughs> and two flower girls um purely because of my big family <laughs> um so you know it's completely up to you The next thing to consider is whether you and your partner want symmetry. Definitely. So uh, do you want the people standing at the altar with you, if at, if at any moment... Or in your photos. Yeah, or in your photos, um, to be bride and groom or groom and groom or bride and bride, and then three people either side or five people on one side, two people on another side. What are you happy with? And that should actually help you decide how many people you want up there because... Um, your partner might know that they only want three people on their side. Definitely. So if you want symmetry, yeah, three people on yours. And um, and also with the numbers, you know, you might not want to if you're going to be buying the bridesmaid dresses. If you're planning on having, you know, eight bridesmaids like I did, you're going to need to think about those costs as well. So <laughs> yes, maybe you want a smaller number in wedding party. Yeah, and I mean, if are they going to play a role that? accounts for that cost or yeah. are they just there to look pretty because if they're just there to look pretty I mean that's completely fine if you want that yeah but they are going to have an additional cost on their head so yeah. is it worth having them there to look pretty <laughs> or do you want them to actually have a role um, and that's I think one of the most important boxes you need to tick if, if you're happy with them not having any particular role in the wedding yeah so another question to think about is whether you're going to include your siblings um, now, for me, this this isn't a difficult one because it's a no-brainer. I, I have one sibling and my partner has two siblings. Easy. So it's it's nice and easy. Whereas for you... <laughs> well, I, I'm one of seven. <laughs> um, and uh, 16 nieces and nephews. So a very, very big family. I didn't and that's say. just your side. Oh, yeah, just my side, yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know... You obviously, if you have a big family like that, you're not going to be able to have everyone necessarily in the wedding party. But that doesn't mean they can't be included in other parts. So, you know, I had some of my brothers be ushers um, and some of my sisters who weren't able to be bridesmaids actually had their children be like flower girls or something so that they were still, they still had some involvement in my day. And I mean, if you're thinking about siblings, regardless of how close you are to someone your partner's siblings I mean if you think about 10 years down the line is it going to be worth picking them over someone else who might no longer be in your life because 10 years down the line they're going to be in your wedding photos and potentially have a much larger presence in your life at that point so is it worth is it worth allowing them to be in your wedding party or as one of your bridesmaids um because you know, that relationship is always going to develop over the years. It's it's one of those things that pretty much you can probably guarantee that it will develop. Definitely. Some. It's really worth considering. Yeah. And I mean, after all that, you don't even have to have your siblings involved. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, everything that we say in these podcasts is very much a, 
let's discuss it not yeah. you have to do this so it, it's worth it's worth considering but also you could chuck the rule book out the window and have no bridesmaids yeah. or groomsmen you, you might not even have any siblings so yeah. this might be completely <laughs> another thing to consider is we are in the 21st century so you don't need all women to be bridesmaids and you don't need all men to be groomsmen if you both have um, a sibling or a close friend that you want in your bridal party or your side of the bridal party you can always have a bridesman or a groomsmaid it really it really doesn't matter um it's like like that movie yes maid of honor <laughs> where she asks her male best friend to be her maid of honor it's um, <laughs> such a good film <laughs> Definitely favourite wedding film. <laughs> um, we we have a blog on our website about the top wedding films. You need to check it out because there's some really good films on there. <laughs> Slight tangent. Um, finally, and I think this is one of the most important pieces of advice that we could give for this. Um, think twice before you ask someone to be a bridesmaid or a groomsman. Definitely. Because as soon as you've asked, you can't take that back. So regardless of whether they're your best, best friend in the world, just, just have a think, am I happy for them to be in my wedding party? And the answer might be a very obvious yes when you've asked yourself twice. But it's just a, let's take a moment to think about this because you can't take back that invitation. It's, it's not a possible thing to take back. Definitely. Um, and I think the next thing you'll want to do after you've kind of decided who you want to be in your, your bridal party is actually choosing the people of honour. So these people will have a bigger role than the rest of the people in your wedding party. So you will want to choose someone that's organised, someone that you're close to, someone, someone that's responsible. Yeah, responsible is a big one. There'll be expensive rings to look after. Exactly. <laughs> um, and you don't need to choose just one person either. You know, your best friend might be the best person to plan a hen night and your sister might be super organised. So you could have two mates of honour um, my hubby actually had two uh, best men. So, you know, it's completely up to you. One of the big questions that people find quite difficult is, do I have children at my wedding at all? Or do I have a limited amount of children? Or do I have children involved in my day? And this, this is the thing, do you have children involved in your day? How old should those children be when they're in those roles? And you know are they going to be able to do them you know because you might have I think I think for personally if I was choosing a flower girl I think anyone above the age of seven or eight is probably too old to be a flower yeah, girl they would probably be like a junior bridesmaid if they were going to be exactly something. and I mean are you happy to have your three-year-old niece walking down the aisle with, <laughs> with, with rose petals? Are they, are they going to understand the, their role or will they run, run to their dad as soon as they see them? <laughs> you know, it's going to be one of those things that you need to consider. If you are having children in your wedding party, speak to their parents because they know them best yeah. and say to them, look, I really want um, like little Jane to be my flower girl. Um, I know she's three years old. Um, this is what I would expect of her. My wedding's in two years' time. By then she'll be five. I would assume that she'd be able to spread some petals down the aisle. Yeah. And if they agree, then that's fine. You, you will need to speak to their parents anyway. Definitely, yeah. Um, and, you know, you might not be having children at your wedding. Um, exactly. You know, maybe it's uh, a venue that's 
maybe we've got lots of lakes and water and it could be quite <laughs> dangerous to have a lot of children uh, running around. Um, or they're just, you know, you might be limited by numbers. Um, you know, there are quite a few children that I wasn't able to invite to my wedding um, purely because of the numbers and the catering was going to be a bit too mm. much with all these people. So, you know, I had, you know, my closest nieces and nephews were mm. obviously invited like my cousin's children's for example I wasn't able to invite any of them um but that's okay you just communicate that with the parents and make sure on the page the same page yeah I think I think if you're on the same page with them um and the parents sort of know your expectations of their children and you make it clear as well if you're not able to invite the children make sure to let them know exactly why so that they don't feel like, yeah. oh, especially you don't want my children there party. or you don't want us there. Yeah, especially if they're in your wedding party. Because, yeah. um, like, you're, I don't know, if you're really close to your cousin, but you just can't, and they're, and they're your bridesmaid, but they, you just can't have their, their children at your wedding. Yeah. I think if you make that very clear to them, right from the off, you know, that it's going to make it a lot easier of a relationship to have. Um I mean, you you said earlier about your sisters not being able to involve all of your sisters. Yes. How many children did you have at your wedding and how were they related to you? Um, so I think all the children were my nieces and nephews, mm-hmm. which is already quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 16. Um, <laughs> and then um, a couple of my bridesmaids had children and like one of my bridesmaids um, is from Canada. So obviously she can't leave her children behind in another <laughs> country. So, you know, there are some exceptions. Um, I can't remember exact, the exact number. Then I think there was probably around 20 children, which yeah. is actually still quite a lot. And how many of those had roles in your wedding? I think the majority of them. There were yeah. some babies as well, which yeah. obviously don't really count because they're not having food and things. Yeah. Um, but it is something that you do need to consider. So let's talk about how we ask people to be involved in your wedding. Now, can't stress this enough. <laughs> Communication is key. I think how many times have we said that now? Three or four? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it really, really is. Yeah. And I mean, I think as long as you're clear on what those roles are, you can say, I would really love it if you were my bridesmaid you know and they'll be like oh my god yes 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 and then you'll say okay I'd love it if you would help plan the hen party that's going to be your main role you know yeah as soon as they know that they know that they've got an expectation to help plan the hen party yeah because they might be thinking I'm a bridesmaid I'm just going to be walking down the aisle holding a bouquet looking pretty in pictures and pose for the pictures yeah and that's it whereas in reality you might want them to if um, you go wedding yeah. dress shopping, yeah, or maybe help out with your invitations. Or, or even on the day, like your your responsibility on the day will be making sure that all of the seats have got a order of service on them. Or Yeah, or even just helping until we get ready. In the yeah, yeah. I mean, you're really good at hair and makeup, so I'd really love it <laughs> if you could help the other bridesmaids get ready. Yeah. You know, that, that could be their role. And I think as soon as you make it clear to them that, you know, that's the level of expectation you have, they'll know that that is what they need to do. I mean, you're essentially managing a team here. Like yeah. bride and groom, bride and bride, groom and groom. 
whatever role you have, you are the manager of this team and you need to make sure the train gets to the station on time, however you need it to be there. So going to actually ask people to be your bridesmaid or your best man or whatever it is, um, I think one of the really nice things you could do, especially at the moment if we're not able to meet up, um, you could have maybe a little Zoom party with yeah, your yeah. bridesmaids. Um, little cocktail making class virtually. Yeah. 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 Um, or if you prefer more like individual, maybe, you know, if restrictions allow, you could uh, go for a walk. For a walk, um, maybe coffee. Yeah. As long as that, I keep saying this, and I'm really sorry, but as long as the communication is there yeah. and they know what they're going to be doing. However you ask the question is completely down to you. Yeah. And I mean, I think as well, parents are going to need to be communicated with about how they're going to have an involvement. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, your your dad or your mum might be walking you down the aisle. I think if you say to them, like, my expectation of you, in a nicer way, um, <laughs> is going to be that, will you walk me down the aisle? Yeah. Um, or, um, like, your mum did all your flowers. Absolutely. She... Uh, so we didn't have a florist just because um, we were trying to like cut some costs down things. So my mum did all the flowers um, and uh, I helped her also make a faux flower arch oh, wow. um, for the ceremony. And it was incredible. It was just stunning. Um, were you surprised at how talented she yeah. was? <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, I know she was good at doing flowers and everything. She did the most beautiful bouquet for me. Um, and she honestly worked so hard. Um, and bless her, I wish I hadn't put so much on her. Um, but, you know, she did have that expectation because, you know, we talked about it. And, you know, you I made sure she was good with flowers. Yeah. And, and I made sure that she was happy to do that. And I said to her, you know, it is a lot of work. It's, you know, a lot of bridesmaid bouquets, buttonholes, centerpieces. Mm. You know, it's a lot of work, but she was happy to do that. Um, so I think if you ask, you know, just be upfront and be like, you know, look, I would really like if you can do these things, but please let me know if it is too much. Yeah, because you're at the same time, you want to know yourself if yes. that expectation is too much. Like if, if for example, your um, friend lives abroad, they're probably not going to be able to help you every step of the way, but I'm sure no. they'll be happy to let you re- like rant about the wedding <laughs> over a glass of wine on Zoom um, or like on the day be happy to have a few different roles when they're yes. when they're there um or like for example you might have a bridesmaid that's got like a smaller role who really is keen to get involved so you could sort of say to them like you will be the assistant for the maid of honor for the Hindu or something like that so you'll work together to do yeah. that like setting out that expectation from the off yeah is is key yeah and I think where bridesmaids nowadays do have quite a few more roles than maybe they would have in the past mm. it is quite nice maybe to get get them like a little gift or something yeah um, as part of asking my bridesmaids I bought them all matching necklaces oh. um like little cubic zirconia <laughs> ones um with a little card that said will you be my bridesmaid um and they'll wear them wore the necklaces on the day and um, it was really nice it became um, part of the uniform exactly <laughs> yeah um and so then it doubles up as a little thank you gift as well so, yeah um, yeah and I think 
I mean, again, you know, just just being clear is the best way forward. Like, whatever their role, whether they're an usher, whether they're going to be a flower girl, flower boy, you could throw the rule book out the window and have no bridesmaids or groomsmen at all. But whoever's involved in your wedding, as long as they know what they're doing um, and as long as they understand their role, that's that's going to be the main thing, really, isn't it? Definitely, yeah. So there are just so many ways you can ask people to be in your wedding party. And I mean, it is the perfect opportunity to be creative. Um, but again, if you're on a budget or are a bit stumped, like don't don't fret over it, because sometimes just giving someone a call and outright asking them about being in your wedding and what roles they'll have within it is going to be the best best way and the best gesture. Yeah. And I think with social media as well, we are forgetting that it doesn't need to be a massive grand gesture if you don't want it to be. Sometimes simple is best. Yeah, definitely. I think, well, we've covered a lot in a very short space of time. So if you are wanting to recap any of the things that we've gone through in this episode, just check out our, our show notes. Um, you can head to guysforbrides.co.uk forward slash podcast. Um, and of course, if you wouldn't mind, please subscribe and leave us a review. It would help other brides and grooms find us within their podcast apps. In our next episode, we're going to be looking at the guest list. I'm really excited for this <laughs> yeah. one as well. Um, so we'll be looking at how to choose who's invited to your wedding and why it's important to at least consider who will be likely to attend before you start booking the venue and the key suppliers. Yes, thanks so much for joining us on this episode. And we'll be chatting again very soon. The episode is there right now. Bye for now. <laughs>